Hi, everybody, and welcome to a Valentine special episode of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Helberton, and who is with me tonight? Michael K. Hughes. Uh, Kristen Banks. Uh, Tiffany Alberton. We brought our wives on an episode. <laughs> the wife squad. <laughs> the first time I, I had a co-host with a wife, so. This is <laughs> something we talked about doing, I think, since about the time I joined the show, is getting the four of us on an episode. Yeah. And, and here Mike, we are. Why don't you introduce what we're talking about, Mike, because this is completely your pick. We're going to talk about 2010's Tangled. Yes. From Disney. <laughs> I I saw this movie maybe once or twice before, and that's it. Uh, this one's kind of special to us. This was like the second movie we saw in theaters when we started dating. Aww. Way, way back, back oh, when yeah. I still lived in Ohio. Aww. So it was like our one or two yearly trips, either here or her coming to Ohio. And then we saw it again in 2019. Mm-hmm. AMC had their Dream Big Princess program where they showed four Disney old older quotations Disney movies. <laughs> yeah, we paid full price just to watch it again. Yeah, just in theaters, even though we own it. <laughs> There's something special about theaters. It is. It's different. Mm-hmm. So I completely under, can understand that. I mean, I I miss theaters. <laughs> yeah, surprisingly. <laughs> so what were so tangled? I mean, I seen this movie like I said a couple times. I I forgotten a lot of it. I think I watched it once with my son randomly because it was on Netflix. It first came on Netflix. I'm like, hey, we're watching this. He he didn't care. So <laughs> I, I think he he must have been like four or five at the probably three or four at the time. I Little can't SpongeBob remember. age. <laughs> yeah, he he didn't, he, he wanted SpongeBob. He didn't want this. I just wanted to watch it. So I'm like, we're putting this on. Cause I'm curious. <laughs> it was good. You, I liked it. I don't remember. I don't think I saw it in theaters. I think I bought it like as a Christmas present for myself. <laughs> I love those. <laughs> yeah. And so I watched it a lot. Like those, it was one of those where I just watched it and watched it for a while. Yeah. I think when it first came to Netflix, I watched it like four times in a week or something. Oh, yeah. It's one of those I frequently just put on in the background. Oh, yeah. I have those. I like it so much. <laughs> I can't do that anymore. It was fine. Yeah, well, it was fine. Fine before we got married, and then uh, the first, our first dance was to "I See the Light" from this. So every time Aww. that scene comes up, or we're in, in Kingdom Hearts three, it's, it always makes me tear up every you time. Cry. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. So he was it last Valentine's Day last year? Or was it the year before? What the CD? Two years ago. Two years ago. My. Anyway, he made me a CD with a whole bunch of like Disney songs on it, and this song's on it. So now <laughs> I can't play it when I'm driving because then I start crying. <laughs> Why don't you do anything like that for me, Michael? Uh, because. <laughs> because whatever. <laughs> I've done some sweet things. So I can't think of any right now. So I don't. I got no defense. Exactly. So I had forgotten a lot of this movie. This movie does start a little like this is kind of a dark movie, in my opinion, even more so than I think it, it should be because of just my life experiences. Yeah. Like so early on, you have Rapunzel is born because her mother's dying. They give her a flower. The flower has healing properties and it goes into her hair after she's born. I mean, to do the really quick rundown version of this. But the the mother who, or the kidnapper who ends up portraying Think, you know, acting like she's her mother, Mother Gotel, or whatever the hell they call her. Gotel. Mother Gothel. Gothel. She is one evil-ass character. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> I did not realize that as much as until uh, Tiff actually brought it up to me before. She's like, oh, she's gaslighting her all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, yes. I use that exact term, too, when we're watching it. I don't know if evil's the right word. She's just kind of like the worst kind of person. I think it's worse to me because there are parents out there like that. that. I like that. As opposed to, like, your stereotypical evil Disney stepmother. But, like, there are actually mothers like that. So I think it makes it worse. So it's very realistic. And it makes me hate, hate this character so much. Well, you're <laughs> supposed to hate this character, though. I really did. <laughs> I, it worked. I've been in a situation with someone with gaslighting. So it, it hits home and I'm just like, this person is terrible. Uh-huh. It, start, it starts out with a song completely of gaslighting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I forget what song it is. I try to put notes in here to see like what song is what, and I think I mother knows best. Yeah, mother knows best. Where she's talking about the evils of the world. Now she's safer in the tower. Yeah. 
That that song, no, I don't. Which like she like continuously like insults her and is like, "Oh, I'm just yeah. kidding." Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It, it made me really not like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I mean, about I, sorry, I'll say I the thing know. about that song is at the very end, you notice that like because when I first watched, it, I'm like, well, maybe she does actually care about her, and she's just at this point because she's a razor, and then every time. Like, especially in that song, she says, I love you. She's not says, I love you more. And she says, I love you most. She never directs it at Rapunzel. It's always towards her hair. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I so never like, noticed that. her hair. Or when she <laughs> says, because I love you, she's caressing her hair. It's never directed at Rapunzel. Mm-hmm. I never noticed that, but that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of an ongoing theme for that. Yeah. She also calls her pet in the first when the first lines of the song or early in the song. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Speaking of pets. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Pascal, the the best Disney pet. I mean, oh. just oof, this song just bugged bugged me so much when we when we were watching this movie, and it makes this character to me so despicable. And like the whole thing with the hair, because the mo- idea is that her hair has the power, healing power of the flower. That's why she kidnapped Rapunzel. It's been eighteen years. Rapunzel's been in this tower, and she'll sing to the hair, and then the hair will heal her. But my whole thing is like, how long can you do this? After a hundred years, you know, if you get lucky, this woman's dead, and then <laughs> you're you going to be dead instantly. So I hadn't thought of that. I mean, I, I, that's what I think. Like, I'm like, you think you'd want to come up with some kind of plan because you know, the flower, a plant, a plant can keep going as long as you keep it alive, but this person is eventually going to die. I mean, in the time it takes place, she's probably lucky she lives till, what, 40? Yeah. And I think it's one point this is centuries later that she's been doing this. Could she just use her own magic on herself? I mean, she never tried. Uh, But is she really magic, though? I mean, her hair is, but I didn't know. Would the the spell work on herself? Oh, that's a good question. Because it worked on Eugene, so that's a good question. If she plants Rapunzel's body in the ground, will it grow a new flower? <laughs> oh my god! And she'd be dead by then, though, because of the. I mean, it's. It seems like as the movie progresses, like she has to do it like every day or every couple of days, where she starts aging just rapidly. Yeah, you do see at various points where she's got the gray coming back in her hair and whatnot. It's and a nice touch. Rapunzel doesn't think this is odd, or <laughs> yeah, no any better. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like she's the only person she's ever known. Yeah. I mean, and like during one of the early songs, I think before the mother comes home, is talking about like what she does during the day. She only has three books. So like and then to me, I'm thinking to myself, this is another version of control where you're only giving her such limited items to look at to see the world because you don't want her to have any idea what's going on other than this tower. We talked about the three books, too, and I think it's just like for the sake of the song, because she shows skills in a lot of other things that she would have had to have learned from books. She could have learned. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing she's got other bookcases. Well, she couldn't chart the stars just from looking at the sky. <laughs> OK, you guys are making more sense, in my opinion. <laughs> I want to be like, oh, she's terrible. I hate Mother Gothel. OK, OK. <laughs> Oh, it but I do like, okay. <laughs> I do like that chameleon. Chameleon was awesome. Pascal, Pascal. I adore him <laughs> so much. His expression is so awesome. <laughs> the little noises he makes. And I like it's I, I work at a pet store. So like I anything involving animals is great for me. But just he's so dang cute. Then you said <laughs> you actually had a chameleon making those noises. Or something yes, similar. they actually sound similar when they make noise. I'm not gonna lie. They make noise. Yeah, that, only when they're very angry, though. Oh. But it sounds <laughs> extremely similar to the noises that Pascal was making. That's, That's cool. funny. I didn't even know they made noise. So I'm impressed by that. I've always, I've always wanted a chameleon really much, but that never happened. They're very very cool. I wonder how many little girls wanted a chameleon after this. <laughs> well, my. At least one person bought one not very long after that and named it Pascal. So <laughs> that's all, great. All the same girls that wanted tigers after Aladdin. <laughs> yeah, but a tiger is much harder to get than a chameleon. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> ask the Tiger King. Hello. Okay, how, how will that work out for him? Not well. <laughs> it's funny how everyone's kind of forgotten he existed. <sighs> I was obsessed so. with that show. I know. I'm <laughs> so sorry. So with the rest of the world in 2020 for a couple months. It yeah. just came out at the right time. That's uh-huh. all. 
Speaking of music, I will say the soundtrack in this movie is one of my favorite Disney soundtracks. Oh, yeah. It's definitely I love there. the songs in this movie. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I like some of them. 7 a.m. I like for some reason, but I fucking hate that Mother Girl's Best song. Okay. I'm not going to get over that song. <laughs> I, I noticed. It'll be okay. <laughs> oh, I can't be the only one that when, when you first see Flynn in this movie and he's sneaking around to steal crown or whatever the hell he's stealing, all I could think of was Uncharted. <laughs> this is my brain the yeah. entire was Uncharted, like Uncharted 2. <laughs> some things happen where he gets betrayed. That's all I could think of the entire time I was watching this. I think Flynn's actually more of a smartass than uh, Nathan Drake is, <laughs> which is hard to believe. So a dumbass. <laughs> I mean, come on, now, you're stealing the crown. Is he dropping down like he's Mission Impossible? He's like, oh, thank you. It's like, why would you say a word? Just take the crown, go back up. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's cocky. That yeah, and the fact that the royal arrogant. guard is pretty useless. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> I mean, they were, but still, I just was like, uh, I, mean, I know it's a movie, got a movie, but I was still just upset. I was like, don't do that. <laughs> I mean, the horse was smarter than the guards. Come on now. <laughs> okay. I, I, the ho- I do like the horse. <laughs> Maximus. Maximus. Yeah, Maximus is cool. It was just another Disney animal that acts like a dog. Maximus <laughs> and Pascal. I love their relationship. <laughs> There's actually a, a short that has to do with Flynn and Rapunzel getting married, and it's pretty much all about Max and Pascal. Yeah, I made Michael watch that because he had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> So cute. <laughs> I did enjoy it. <laughs> I I do kind of like this movie. I don't know. I just well, besides the mother, I'm happy that she's not in a good a good chunk of the movie. They don't they don't have her. They just have t- uh, Flynn and Rapunzel doing their thing. I'm much more happier that they're running away than dealing with her. Yeah, I mean it's more. I, also, like, I think like I didn't realize this until Tiff had brought this up. Two guys that are with Flynn are are both voiced by Ron Perlman and look like Ron Perlman. I think only one of them talks. Yeah. The one with the eye patch doesn't actually ever say anything. Does any, like, grunt, though, or something? I think so, but it is Ron Perlman. Yeah. Yeah. And they kind of look like him. He's credited for both of them, though. I, like, Googled. (laughs) Yeah, the Stabbington Brothers is a great name. (laughs) Yeah. It's easy for you guys to say. You look great. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. My question is like, they are, and I was thinking to myself at first, like, man, they just stole the crown. They already got their pictures up. And I'm like, oh, yeah, he's probably been wanted for a while. For mm-hmm. other times. <laughs> <laughs> they completely forget that the movie goes on. Oh, you're innocent. It's okay. I like the running joke of all oh, Flynn's movie uh, wanted posters have his nose all jacked up. <laughs> <laughs> it it well, was funny. Now they're just being mean. First meet, how he just climbs that tower randomly to. And, you know, he's trying to escape or whatever the hell he's doing. And he finds her and she just smacks him in the face with a frying pan. Yeah. <laughs> I the love weapon that of frying choice. Pan. Frying pans. <laughs> Who knew? Hey, it's from where RPG taught me is a good weapon. That's true. <laughs> she does just it more than once, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would not be okay. No, I don't like what you said. Whap. <laughs> no, I think I even mentioned to Michael just watching it this past time that she'd have to be pretty strong because that looks like a cast iron skillet. Those I things know. are not light. Then That's she what somebody said yeah, in, in her hand, and she'd have to be really strong. That would, yeah, you'd sort of be dead. Yeah. Someone well, in my group was like, I want to know how much she benches carrying that around. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about that when she's like climbing down the tower with the iron pan just in her armpit, it's, like everything you it kept would talking about. Not stay in her armpit the way she was moving her arm. I was very upset by that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he from one of my, my experience with concussions, like he would not have been okay after that. And no. the other time, he's like, "I she I hit it where you'll never find it, sit in that pot." And she just <laughs> with her concussion. <laughs> not to mention the montage of her trying to hide him in the wardrobe, and he keeps falling out and smashing his face and whatnot. <laughs> or she shuts his fingers in the door. Just drags him. <laughs> I can't even imagine having that much hair either. Oh God, no! Oh. <laughs> my hair's long enough. It's like Kristen it's- said. When they actually get outside, (laughs) then it would be absolutely filthy. Oh, yeah. I know. That's what I said. I was like, why isn't it more dirty? She's just dragging it on the ground. (laughs) I mean, my hair is down to my waist almost, and it's already heavy enough. Yeah, I know. That's why I chopped my hair off. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I do like, there's one song I want to talk about when she first leaves the tower and you have that whole song where she's like, I'm so excited. Oh, I should be home. And I, I, again, that to me, that kid a little harder because it's like, it's showing what the abuse that she's been, at least this is my opinion of it, the abuse that she suffered from psycho ass mother, where she's like, what she wants and what she should be doing is tossing what she thinks she, the, the world she's been taught that she should be living in. That I do like the song. Yeah, it also shows that she's still just a naive kid where she thinks she's breaking yeah. the rules and she feels guilty about it. So how old is she supposed to be? She's 17 initially, and then oh, after yeah. that, because it's the day before her birthday. She's trying okay. to get to see the lanterns on her birthday. So oh, she's yeah. not, she's 17 at the beginning. Because okay. Mother Gothel didn't think to give her a different name or to tell her that her birthday was a different day. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was like, why did she do that? <laughs> she kept her birthday the same. <sighs> That's stupid. So when <laughs> Flynn, Flynn's tied up to the chair and he breaks out the smolder on her and he's like kind of hitting on her, she's only 17. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for how <laughs> you do it. <laughs> uh, stupid thing, friend. That's kind of an off day for me. It usually works. <laughs> Broke my smolder. <laughs> okay, that was kind of funny. <laughs> like you said, when we were watching it, Zachary Levi was like the best choice. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. He's a good actor, though. He is. Hey, he was in some of your, that favorite Thor movie that you watched. Remember Thor Dark World? Oh, yeah, he is in that. Was he? Right. Yeah, he's one of the the his good bros, as Bill would call him. Oh. <laughs> I can't remember which one he is. Oh, wait, what? It's okay. I no one even remembers that movie. <laughs> that, I didn't like that movie. No, it's not good. Unlike the, the third Thor movie, which is great, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta keep doing that to Mike. So one scene that I really, really like was when they go to the bar. Mm-hmm. I, really like the bar. I don't understand why a wanted man is going to a bar full of people that could turn him in, but even than that, I really like it. Honor among thieves, I guess. <laughs> there was no honor here. They, they, they call the guard to turn him in to get the money. Yep. The, the snuggly duckling. The he's just trying to scare Rapunzel and to break him the deal. He honestly probably just assumed that they're all criminals too. They probably wouldn't call the guard. Yeah, uh, he assumed wrong. <laughs> that wouldn't make sense. I mean, why would you? I mean, if you all, they probably are all criminals. So it looks like it. We we were debating on whether or not it was originally called the Snuggly Duckling, and they took it over, or if they called it the Snuggly <laughs> Duckling themselves, just to throw people off. Oh, that's a good point. Maybe they use it as a front. <laughs> I don't know. It was an entertaining part. It was not. I. I just when I started kind of getting this movie on our most on our recent watching for this episode, where I was like, okay, it's just, I like the song. I like the fact that you have them talking, excited, and telling her stuff. And she said, "I have a dream," and I thought that was really interesting. That was really guys that are all like probably murderers and thieves and just singing along with a naive girl. They mentioned quite a few heinous acts, including blood and whatnot, and. Pretty ballsy for a Disney movie. Well, they straight up mentioned murder. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, I mean, <laughs> would kids really understand that though? That's like a Disney thing where they kind yeah. of sweep it under the rug, and they're like, <laughs> "Ah, five years, five year olds are watching this; they won't get it." <laughs> no, no. Brad Garrett's just playing his same character from the Pacifier, <laughs> <laughs> just the big bully, and then he all they want to do is sing. <laughs> I never saw that, but. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he does basically the same thing in that. <laughs> I recognized his voice, though. And <laughs> Michael was like, no, that's not him. And I had to Google it and prove my point. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> but the guy from Raymond. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. That helped. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he was Fatso in the Casper movie back in 1995. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah that's right. <laughs> you, like, always write... He has a distinct voice, and he never changes it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also like how everyone's kind of like giving Flynn shit throughout this movie. Like even like at the bar, they all put their swords against him, make him go dance because he doesn't. Yeah. Want, he doesn't want to say. <laughs> he's all. About, everyone gives him a hard time. He's all about himself, and it. And then they're like, "No, your dream is stupid." <laughs> <laughs> Should go live your dream. I will. Just talking to her. Your dream stinks. <laughs> Uh, I also like how her mother pops in right when she sit right when she makes that cop while being in the tower. Like, oh, I'm not in that dumb old tower anymore. <laughs> uh, and then the whole mother pretty much tries to have her almost killed. I like how her mom shows up directly when she says, "I'm so glad I left my tower." <laughs> yep. <laughs> it fits the whole theme of what they're going for with her. 
I mean, it was, I don't know, this, this, it's just entertaining. Like, even when they're running away, when the guards finally show up in the bar and they're all, all trying to escape. And that whole, like, water scene with the dam and, and where she, she thinks she's Indiana Jones with her hair, like, all that was very, very amusing. She's oh, God, she's so badass. that damn skillet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever use it. When they ever use it again? No, I don't. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. it's a running theme oh, yeah. through the rest of the movie. Because in that scene, Flynn uses it to yes. fight against the guards. This is the strangest oh, thing great. I've ever done. Yeah, and Maximus <laughs> with the sword in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember this. <laughs> I... I I can kind of quote this whole movie. <laughs> it's okay. It's a good. It's a pretty good movie. It's I'm a good movie. Be quiet. I, I liked it more when I saw it back in 2010 than I do now, but that's reason. <laughs> I, I think it's our it. favorite movie collectively, but probably not separately. It's my second favorite Disney. Yeah. No, it's my favorite Disney movie. What was what your you, favorite? Yeah. What are you? This? What are you debating against? Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> oh yeah. You oh. Would. <laughs> good movie. I, I'm, I might have walked down the aisle to. Uh, Treasure Planet's mine. I walked down to Zelda's lullaby. <laughs> See, my bridesmaids walked down to Zelda's lullaby. <laughs> my my bridal party walked down to the Jurassic Park theme song. <laughs> <laughs> Whose idea was that? I think it was mine. Oh wow! And then they were—I didn't tell anybody—and they were like, "Wait, is that what is that?" And I was like, "Go oh, walk, walk." <laughs> yeah, we kind of kept that from everybody. Yeah, his friends recognized it. I was like, "Just go!" Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, I think Michael made a comment about like how crappy their dam was. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty shitty dam for as well off as current is doing. Yeah, the castle looks all nice, and the town looks nice, and they got this crappy dam. <laughs> well, they're too busy using all their resources to light lanterns once a year. <laughs> they, yeah, they probably have people that work just on making lanterns all year long. I mean, there's a lot of lanterns probably. when you get there. That's such a good scene. Even even without the, the sentimental meaning to us. I forget why the horse ends up joining them. Because Rapunzel asks and it's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. pretty yeah. Disney princess. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> she bats her eyes and says, please. <laughs> I know um, it's my birthday. It's my birthday. <laughs> when we were watching this, her feet, because she has no shoes throughout this movie. Yes. Like, her feet would just be made out of stone at this point. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've been watching the series on Disney Plus, and I don't think she wears shoes in mm-hmm. that at all either. <laughs> I forgot there's a series. So she's probably it's never owned shoes. Too. Probably not. As someone who grew up in the middle of nowhere and half the time didn't wear shoes, yeah, it's. <laughs> she'd have to have like super, super callous feet. Uh huh. Oh, there's one part that I think is kind of funny. Like when they go to the town and like nobody recognizes Flynn in the town, like you think somebody would have been like, wait a second. Yeah, considering there's a wanted poster right on the outskirts of town that yeah. Max spits back in his face. <laughs> I mean, Assassin's Creed taught me anything. Well, I guess when he ripped off the signs, he lowered his wanted level. So that's maybe that's why. Oh, yeah. And, oh. and he's in groups of people. So his detection's down. Maybe he just sat down on a bench, you know. <laughs> well, they get his nose wrong, so they didn't recognize him. That's right. <laughs> that could be. Oh, God, I want to play Assassin's Creed again. Um, but I, I love how like there's that little scene where they see her hair. Like, the, he sees the little girls at the fountain, and they has them braid her hair. And I was like, why did someone knock him with this idea sooner? Because it, it, it's, I mean, it makes so more sense. Like, you can actually function then. You think Flynn Rider would know how to braid hair? No, but maybe somebody. Saying? Okay. I mean, maybe her mother, mother Gothel would care enough to braid her hair? Her mother should have cared because if her hair got stained or something, and more hair got pulled off, then she loses her healing ability. It'll all turn brown. (laughs) But maybe it had to be loose and free to work the magic. Yeah. That'd be a hefty chore to have one person do all that. Those four four girls that probably took them all afternoon. (laughs) The Disney Plus description says her air is 70 feet long. My God. God. (laughs) How does she wash that, though? Like. I think I asked the same thing. By the time you finish washing it, it'd be about time to wash the other end again. You'll you'll notice too that her hair length changes throughout the movie, like just how long it looks like it is. Sometimes it looks longer than others. It's like the size of the dog in the sandlot. <laughs> yeah. I didn't catch that, but I wasn't paying attention to it either, so <laughs> Okay. I do like um going back to the music, like they they reuse some of them because as much as you don't like her, the song Mother Gothel sings her song again later, and it just comes off as so much more sinister. Mm-hmm. 
And like you can even see how like much more evil she looks just with how much older she's getting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought it was a cool scene. Gives her face some deeper shadows. Yeah. Yep, the, shadows. the part where she teams up or the mother Gothel teams up with the two killers that are trying to get Flynn and pretty much just says, you don't want this crown. You want her and you can, she's worth more than this. Like she pretty much sets them up. I mean, I know it's all part of the, her plan, but it's just like, man, that is like diabolical. Yeah. That part kind of got me a little. I'm like, mm. She even does the passive aggressive stuff on them. It's like, oh, it's not even the best part, but say lovey. Bye. Like, uh, terrible. Yep. And she was like, yeah. oh, Rapunzel. <laughs> Man, I, I really hate her. Okay. You don't okay, say. Baby, I, know. Okay. I know that's the theme of this episode for me at this point. It really is. <laughs> I will say I was very surprised to find out that Flynn was not his real name. <laughs> Oh, really? Wow. Eugene Fitzherbert. Like, yeah, Eugene Fitzherbert. That come up with the dorkiest name. I like that name. Sorry to all the Eugene Fitzherberts that listen to us. <laughs> I'm sure there's one Eugene that might listen to us. I mean, there are, we do got a lot of listeners sometimes. Eugene. I like the way she says it. Eugene. <laughs> it is I'm cute. Pretty, I'm pretty sure I say Michael like that sometimes. Michael. Michael. Yeah, I'm pretty sure too. <laughs> Mandy Moore does a, such a great job. Mm-hmm. Oh, she does. And Tiff, you made that comment about the, you know, who she's modeled because she's the only character where her head is not really proportionate to her body in this movie. <laughs> I think dis- she her head looks bigger. Like she kind of looks like a bobblehead because her <laughs> her waist is so little and her body is so little, but her head's big. Well, she's <laughs> got those Disney princess dimensions. <laughs> I guess <laughs> she was modeled after like sixteen year old Mandy Mart. <laughs> <laughs> Singing candy and whatnot. Yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> She's actually 15 in that music video, and they had to tow the car because she couldn't legally drive it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but don't okay, they do cool. that anyways? I don't know, probably. I <laughs> probably don't want you driving a car while you're trying to film. Oh. <laughs> I wouldn't really know that. Except I know in the James Bond movies, they did drive cars and crashed them. And then yeah, filmed. that was a stump person. No, it wasn't. I don't think, actually. <laughs> I could be wrong. Probably, you're probably right. I, but I, I do know that the director or somebody was driving behind them and paying off people as they crashed. And kept going. Okay. <laughs> wow. That's enough. <laughs> Save it for our James Bond episode. Yeah. <laughs> Someday. We're not ever tackling that series, by the oh, way. God, never. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, I learned my lesson with MCU. I'm good for about the four Pierce Brosnan ones that I grew up with, and that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> Only two of those are really good. Bye. I will defend Tomorrow Never Dies. We're not going to go there right now, but something. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think anything else. I, that the next thing I want to mention. Oh, when I, I do like when she gets to town, like she sees herself in the mural and kind of puts two and two together that she's the baby. Like it doesn't completely click, but it starts to click. Is that when she has the flashbacks, or is it? No, that's she later. Oh, no, okay. she's staring at it, and you can see her, the gears starting to turn, and then she hears the music and gets distracted. <laughs> and I get the big dance number. <laughs> Which is a stupid any game in the Kingdom Hearts world. I liked it. <laughs> I, which is not yeah, the well. first Kingdom Hearts, right? No, no it's really. in the newest one. Okay. That's why I have no <laughs> idea what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, in, in in three you actually play through the movie storyline. Mm-hmm. Oh. I never played cool. past two, unfortunately. Cool. I need to change that someday. So the dance has a or the the game has the dance as a mini game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. I never thought that third game would ever come out. I don't think anyone did. I do like the part when the thugs finally get to Flynn and them and they tie Flynn to the boat and make it look like he's sailing away. That's such a heartbreaking scene because they just have this big musical number together where they basically confess their feelings, more or less, and they almost kiss. And then he's like, "Uh, I got to get rid of the crown. So. And you can see her for just a second. Like she clenches her fist like she wants to say something, Mm -hmm. but she's like decides to trust him, which. Finn says earlier in the movie is a terrible decision, really. <laughs> what she does. I mean, it. I, I like the lantern part is also really cool. She finally does get to see the, all the lantern. Oh that God. was her whole reasoning for leaving because her mother wouldn't let her. Yeah. So speaking of that scene. <laughs> Our first first anniversary is the paper anniversary. And I got her a big framed print of that scene Aww. of them on the boat with all the lanterns. And a, a little metal lantern that's modeled after one of the ones in the movie. Yeah, and my my computer background has been that scene forever. <laughs> but like, I get even even before we dance to that song, it always made me emotional because it's it's so 
beautifully animated. It is absolutely gorgeous. And the music itself is also beautiful, which I didn't, I, it, I actually did not know that Mandy Moore use, was a singer. So that was a surprise to me. <laughs> and I had no clue Zachary Levi could sing. I did not know that one. No. So I immediately I was like, holy crap. I don't crap. think he sings anywhere in Chuck. <laughs> no. <laughs> but um, no, that, that, that whole scene's so pretty. I, I, I like it. Scene. So that was, that's kind of, that's kind of what sealed it for me for being like, okay. I mean, I already like this movie, but now it's <laughs> very, very, very much at the top of my favorites. People in like Terraria must have liked that scene too, because every so often at night, the background will shoot up a bunch of lanterns just like that. <laughs> Again, that's with like so many freaking lanterns they let, they, they let off. Like they got boats full of lanterns <laughs> around the whole island. I'm surprised they have any forests left. You would think they'd burn down. Also, <laughs> speaking of those lanterns, so the lantern that the king and queen release has the corona sun on it. The lantern that she saves from hitting the water is the same lantern. Ew. Ooh. Never. Yep. Good catch. The, yeah, it's the exact same lantern. That's awesome. Yeah, I thought that was super cool. <laughs> <laughs> I never know. Then again, I never paid much attention. <laughs> I, told, I told you, I really love this movie. No, that's good, though. Her parents, they're in like three scenes and have no lines. And yet, they're so <laughs> yes. well animated that it's like, I want to cry. And they have voice actors for what? The hmms and the giggles? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Clancy Brown voices the king in the uh, in the series. It fits him super well. Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clancy Brown, Clancy Brown. That sounds really familiar, and I know it's from other stuff, but I can't think of what it is. Uh, he's Neo Cortex and Crash. He's like oh. the animated Justice League stuff. He's in the first Highlander movie. Okay. <laughs> oh, he's okay. Shawshank. <laughs> Highlander. I'm a big Highlander fan. Like you just, I never gotten there yet. But mm-hmm. I can't be one because there can only be one. So man, I'm so upset we never got that Highlander. <laughs> we were supposed to get a Highlander game, but they never released it. They never finished it. They canceled it. <sighs> that's that's one of my my biggest. The extent of my knowledge of that series is just that line, there can only be one. And I think that's just from other media that use it. Okay, I'm fine with that. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's, it's, I never really, that is cool that she ends up getting that lamp, the one that the king queen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, like, just the crown, that's the whole thing. Like, I think that's also makes that scene so powerful. They do see, when you do see him tied up, quote, and leaving that it makes you feel like off the crown at all moment and again really he got dr- kid beat up again another concussion and thrown on a boat because <laughs> <laughs> he blacks out again you know he's blacked out so they beat him again like they beat him a lot in this movie for <laughs> Eugene <laughs> he's be, he probably has rage issues and then like the whole thing with her mother saying like she, she asked, oh I, I came and rescued you as you know all, all this to further her whole thing of how outside. Yeah, it's just like her meal ticket, basically. She needs to do whatever she can to keep her. <laughs> Not to mention, like, that whole song the second time she's talking to, like, don't come crying to me when, you know, he turns out exactly what I said he was. And then she's just, like, open arms and acts like she never said anything like that to her. I do do love the lines. Like, I, I met someone. Yes, the one in Criminal. I'm so proud. <laughs> <laughs> So she's, but she's a classic gaslighting. I mean, I never would have. I don't think I would have put it together if Tiff would have said it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Almost so that. <laughs> I and, think I. Yes. I was just say I think I actually mentioned to Michael like people with parents like that notice right off the bat. Yeah. yeah I, I did not have parents like that. Just for the record. <laughs> oh well. I didn't either. I just had a, a girlfriend at the time that fits this. Person. No, I, I didn't mean that like you only would if you did. I just think it was just very obvious for people who yeah, who have. I think it was somebody else mentioned it and I was like, oh, yeah. It really hits you in a way like if you've been in, in experienced anything near that. Yeah, that's why it makes me not like parts of this movie. And like when the, when the guards grab him and they, they take him to like prison, I thought that was like, I'm like, well, this ain't going to go well for him. Oh, no, it sure doesn't. They're going to execute like, him, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's like, it's time to go, Ryder. Where are we going? Oh, oh. And he just kind of, like, touches his neck. It's like, oh, geez. Which, again, <laughs> you know, as a child may not realize what they're talking about, yeah. but. Well, Mother Gothel says later on that he's to be hanged for his crimes. 
Oh, yeah. It's all forgiven later when he, because he charmed the daughter, so everything's forgiven. (laughs) I think it's more that he more or less rescued her. Yeah. I mean, they kind of reference it throughout the series. They, yeah, they actually do. That's cool. But I like the whole, you think everything's bad and he's gonna (laughs) hang or like something. It's like, how is he gonna get out of this? And you You just see see the the teeny (laughs) tiny little unicorn. The ceramic unicorn. (laughs) That was, that was cool. <laughs> Vladimir collects. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I, I like call. I love callbacks in movies. Mm-hmm. That was a really cool part. Get the whole rescue with the the little <laughs> old guy. What's the, What's password? the password? Uh, I the love store. that guy. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> and the the mime. <laughs> uh, that's such a good scene. The mime was funny. Like everything with the guard. Like I mean. My whole thing, like the thugs, like what they're doing, like things are not going to end well. Like they're not going to be able to escape. That's what my brain was thinking. Like you're not going to get out of this. Well, yeah, because as soon as they launch Flynn under the back of Max, like the guards are right on them. Mm-hmm. So I don't. And I mean, and he does say at the very beginning, "This is how I died," but it's okay. There's a happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> he should have died, but oh, I'm... <laughs> I mean, he, he does for like two minutes. <laughs> oh yeah, when he gets stabbed later by mother. Yeah, I will be honest. I was insanely surprised that they went there because they actually showed him bleeding, which they show him bleed when he cuts his hand on the rock. But when she stabs him, the knife comes back clean. Well, yeah, like and then he's got his hand on it. So you don't actually see. Yeah. When she moves her hand, when she moves his hand away, you see blood on him. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think you see this movie enough times, Mike. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> got too many tears in my eye. I got, I got popcorn in my eye. <laughs> That's cool they did that, though. Like, I, I do like when he first finds, we haven't talked about, when he first finds out about the healing, when she heals his cut hand, which is only there just to, you know, to show that she has that ability. Am I going to have super strength? Because that, <laughs> that would be really stupendous. cool. <laughs> that would be stupendous. <laughs> like, please don't freak out. Please don't be out. And, and like, she has glowing part... hair. What? <laughs> oh, is whole... <laughs> the whole reason why like the thugs rescue him is to have him go rescue Rapunzel. And like when he find... when he gets to the tower, like we were talking about when he gets stabbed and that whole thing where she has her like chained up and stuff. Like yeah. that is Yeah. It's kinda like Jafar's got Jasmine chained up at the end of that movie. Yeah, but Jafar wasn't her fake mother. <laughs> there might be an alternate script where she's her mother <laughs> i will say and you actually i don't think she thinks that she's the bad guy at all because she, she actually says when rapunzel figures it out which by the way no way would she have a memory that oh, early yeah. of being a baby <laughs> no she's subliminally playing to the corona sign all throughout her mural yeah, that I can understand, but she would not have that memory of looking up at the little one, the little uh, spinny deal. Yeah, the mobile. The mobile. But no. when she goes to walk away and she's like, you want me to be the bad guy? Fine, now I'm the bad guy. I'm like, you've been the bad guy. <laughs> That's classic gaslighting. That's what you do. You warp everything. You twist it. You make the other person, the victim, feel like they're the villain when you're actually the villain. That's, yeah, so it's a little personal for me. It's <laughs> what got me Oh, I hate every the mother man. Like I'm listening to her other song. Like we were just talking about where she does the whole song about Rapunzel knows best. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh man. yeah, I forgot about that. But I 100%. She's like, pro- she promises that if she lets her save him, she'll go with her. And you can see Pascal's face because she never, ever, ever breaks the promise. Mm-hmm. So the and the only way to get out of it was Flynn basically gave his life so that she wouldn't have to live that way anymore. Yep. She just cuts her hair. I like. <laughs> I think if you, it's one thing to break a problem, but it's another thing when somebody's kidnapping you mm-hmm. and you find out it's been lying to you your entire life. You tell them whatever you need to hear, and then you hit them with that frying pan. When you need to <laughs> yeah, where's that frying pan now? Oh my god, I never realized Mandy Moore used to have long blonde hair, and that she had short brown hair. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I never I pieced that you. together. So, because then she, so he cuts her hair. And all the magic's gone, which means that whatever magic, like you, like you said, obviously, when if Rapunzel ever died, she would die because no more magic. She starts to age rapidly, and then Pascal straight up murders her. Yeah, Pascal's <laughs> just like, nope, just trips her out the window. <laughs> Dude, she needs to be murdered at this point. Like, you need to get rid of her. I figured she probably would have. My assumption that spell had broken that she would have. I feel like that was coming. Like my idea is that if you break the spell that's giving you eternal life, that not the body's not. 
the spell is broken, the item no, no longer exists. You just die. Who knows with magic? That's what that's all. That's all I. Did. I, mean, I thought she was just gonna be like a you know Indiana Jones thing, just start coming. <laughs> More or less. I mean, by the, there, like, oh, we don't have time for that. Pascal just took care of the By the time she's fallen, she she turns to ash, and then the cloak just kind of hits mm-hmm. the ground. I did because when she she goes to try and heal him, and like she's crying, and the tear hits his face. I'm like, oh, and it's like, wait, wait, what? Is he seriously dead? And they just delay it. I mean, he was I, dead. Well, yeah. But, like, usually, st- like, tears heal a lot in Disney. And then it just pans out, and it's, like, this horrible scene where he's just laying there dead or hair is cut. And... It's like Pokemon, the first movie, where the tear brings him back. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's favorite scene. Yeah, oh, but I was man. expecting horrible. it to be instantaneous, not, like, make you think, oh, well, this is terrible. And then, yeah, it ends up healing him. Can you imagine the balls of Disney did that? Like, just left the hero dead? Oh, like, well... <laughs> There's no here. Flynn ain't no here. Oh, come on. Yeah, <laughs> He's not the he, villain, so. He tried his hardest, okay? He's got better. He's saved the woman that he loves that he met yesterday. <laughs> you can't marry a man you just met. <laughs> <laughs> That's who. <laughs> to be fair, at the very end, it says that they didn't get married, supposedly. For years. For a few years of him asking her. In this series, I don't think they, they're married. They're not. Yeah. Uh-uh. It must happen somewhere throughout that, though. Mm-hmm. Which makes that little short not canon. Or it takes unless place she, Unless later. she cuts her hair again. Because uh, her, oh, her hair goes back in the show, then? Yeah. Yes, it is. There's an explanation, though. It doesn't just pop up like she's never had her hair cut. Okay. What's yeah. the explanation? Really it's... You gotta watch it. Yeah. No, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> do you generally want us to explain it? I do. I don't I'm care. Never it. <laughs> uh, there are these like magic stones on the outskirts of town that have something to do with the magic that she has, and they get near it and they kind of resonate with her, and her hair grows back. Yeah, we haven't got far enough into the series to figure out why yet. But it's it's very much involved with the magic behind it. But we just haven't watched far enough. But they yeah, they do explain it. And they also explain like Flynn's relationship with the king and queen. And they struggle with his like with him being a former criminal and stuff. So it's all stuff that gets addressed in the series that kind the, the questions that get raised in the movie. And if you think this movie is dark, apparently the series gets really dark. Oh, yeah. At some oh, point. Dear. Yeah. <laughs> now you have my attention. Like, <laughs> like the, the little chant that she says to make the magic go. There's a dark version of it later on. Her hair turns all black. Wait, what? Yeah, which I didn't I didn't figure you knew about yet. No. Yeah. <laughs> I also I also wonder, like how how did they figure out the song to begin with? Yeah, well. I also made mention that there is absolutely zero chance. Like as much as I love this movie, there is zero chance that flower would have been hidden that well from that many people with that garbage for little for centuries yeah. with that garbage little basket. <laughs> well, I mean, will it survive like snow and rain and whatever? <laughs> I brought that up too, and Chris said that maybe it heals itself, like it uses its own magic on itself. So it's- yeah, that's possible. But then, but then, I think I asked too if she died. Yeah. If Mother Gothel died because she cut her hair and the magic's gone, why didn't the queen die? Because <laughs> the magic healed her too. But it wasn't the magic of the hair; it was the magic of the flower. That's true. And then she passed yeah. on the magic to Rapunzel. The flower was made into that's true a medicine, and she's not consuming. I mean, maybe she took the hair, cut the hair, and cooked the hair, and drank it. Maybe then it would work. <laughs> Gross. Okay. That's Everyone wants a hairy beverage. Like I said, I <laughs> boil long enough. I should I mean I'm assuming it wouldn't stop your hair anymore. I don't know, I never boil hair, but I'm assuming it's all. <laughs> yeah, but your theory is flawed because when you cut the hair, there's no more magic. Or mm-hmm. cut the hair, just boil the hair watch. While it's still attached. <laughs> She's like, okay, don't move too far. I'm trying to drink my hair. <laughs> Gross. I don't know why. My brain I just, just went there. I guess I I feel like they did a good job with how they did this movie because they could have very easily kept Rapunzel as this very naive, doesn't know what she's doing, anything, because she's been trapped in this tower. And I feel like that would have been really boring. But instead, they she was pretty self-sufficient because she's, I mean, her mom's always gone. So mm-hmm. she kind of has to be. So, but she's, she doesn't, yeah, she doesn't know to be afraid of some things. And 
I just like the fact that she's really badass and not just like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing. Have the my, have the man save me. They have the the bit with the wrestling bush at the beginning. She's like, is the ruffians have they come for me? And she's a little rabbit. <laughs> like, be probably careful. smell fear. Probably smell fear. Hey, rabbits can be vicious. I got bit by one once. Oh yeah, they can be. I tickled him too much. and He got mad at me. Maybe it was a hair. I kept poking his tummy on the side, and my rabbit told me he had enough and bit me and drew blood. I'm like, okay, and I never tickled him again. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, he was a little asshole. Uh, I'm sure Christian knows this. I didn't know this, but yeah, they bunnies do like to stomp their foot a lot too. Oh yeah, they they'll give you their, their displeasure. Maybe that's where Thumper gets his uh, yes, his foot it's stomp. Not, it wasn't for me. There was no there was no danger if he didn't get treat full on time. He would start stomping his foot because he yep. wanted his treat. They oh. stomp when they're upset or angry, or some of them will do it when they want attention. <laughs> and if Space Station Silicon Valley taught me anything, they can spin their ears real fast to fly. <laughs> I really do like the end part of this, like where it shows them in the kingdom and everything, and she's with her parents, and it's been like we were talking about a little bit where they talk about how it's been a few years. I really like that. Oh, that was cool. And when we see all the the thugs again to show that everything was <laughs> pardoned, apparently they lived happily ever after. Everybody did. Yes, <laughs> rescue daughter, rescue our daughter. So we're going to just forgive all yeah. your parents. They actually, it, it, again, all that stuff gets addressed in the series. That's it's such a powerful scene, though, of them being reunited with Rapunzel. Like it still, it still gets me every time. It's really good. Mm-hmm. No words, just. And you can immediately see how much Rapunzel looks like her mother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I think if she had had the if she had had the blonde hair, it would have been a little bit more difficult. But like, yeah, they just. Plus, the guard comes in, doesn't say we're just nods, and they're both like, just <laughs> they just take off. Oh. <laughs> I like she. Wait, I like what? the brown hair better on her too, though, with the short brown so does, hair. Looks, so does Flynn. Flynn had a thing, thing for brunettes. brunettes. <laughs> <laughs> is that in the movie somewhere? Yes. Yeah. After he, he <laughs> after he gets healed and he wakes up and the first thing he says her says to her is, "Have I ever told you I've had a thing for brunette?" <laughs> and then they kiss. Aww. <laughs> yeah, because the last thing he says before he dies is, "You were my new dream." I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm legit going to get emotional here. <laughs> it's our Valentine's uh, question. Uh, yes. well, I guess that is. Anything else we should mention about the movie that we haven't covered on yet? I mean, anything else you want to cover on that one short of their wedding where freaking all about the horse and the chameleon? They We've destroy that, like, the town. Uh, it's, more, it's, more, it's more slapstick than anything. It's, it's entertaining. It is good. Super I, cute, though. <laughs> I think one thing I asked is like, did Rapunzel ever actually ask Mother Gothel about her dad, or did she just assume she probably would just lied to her? I mean, yeah, but try to tell her she killed him somehow. Like you chased him away, you wouldn't stop crying. But I knew <laughs> that's like they knew. You tried to leave the tower, so he left. Oh. <laughs> I told him to stay, but then you pooped on him. Then he left again. It's all your fault, Rapunzel. And then she never pooped again. <laughs> That's all I thought. <laughs> uh, I, don't know, I, I I actually enjoyed that little Tangled Ever After short. I don't know where that was from or where they first aired that, but I thought that was really interesting. Mm, I think uh, it was before Frozen or something, wasn't it? Uh, I think it was just one of those Disney Channel things. That it might have been. Showed randomly. I don't know. I think it's on the DVD. They're definitely on Disney+. Plus. I No, it. I didn't find it on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I don't think really? Ever After. Yeah, I don't think that one is. I had to YouTube it. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much all of them just trying to get the rings back if they lost the rings for a- <laughs> and uh, Rapunzel's mother has a line in that but it's not actually <laughs> it's weird I, I don't recall oh the fake line where they're imagining what they said you ruined the kingdom yeah. oh that's right, right. <laughs> they don't get because it takes them forever to get the rings back if the rings bounce all around the entire town <laughs> it is a, I don't know it's just a really I think it's a really cool little short and then it's cool that it's been a couple of years before they got married. I don't think I caught that, too. I, I like that just because mm-hmm. she needed to grow up a little before she gets married. And it is in the same time period as Frozen. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because uh, At Elsa's Eugene, coronation. Yes, Eugene see. and Rapunzel show up to Elsa's coronation. Uh-huh. I had to pause it to see that because somebody told me that. And I was like, no, where? <laughs> <laughs> it's when Anna runs outside after they open the gates. Yeah, I did her see it. Song. <laughs> so when she gets her hair braided, I thought one of the little like Girl Scout girls looked like Anna or Anna. Yeah, yeah. 
Is it child Anna that does that in that in that movie? That no, it's again? adult. It's it's okay. it's during Elsa's coronation. God, I can't. So I think, I've never I think, seen Frozen. I think what? someone speculated that either she was visiting as um, a neighboring kingdom's dignitary, or they might be related because they're both royalty. But since it's just a cameo, there's not really no explanation. And magic. Maybe that's and what. magic. I mean, <laughs> but I, I mean, hers was different. I thought that they had. Um, like, so, <laughs> I don't know the word I'm looking for, but, but, um, said that wasn't true that they were related in the second movie. The theory was that her parents left Arendelle to go to Rapunzel's wedding. And that was what was oh, okay. debunked in the second movie. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, I've never seen all of Frozen 1. I've never seen Frozen 2. Actually, 2 Disney not, not conspiracy one, theories. Oh man, there's many. many Save it many. for Matt Pat. Yeah. Oh, there's a the theory. <laughs> Are there any? Uh, I love. <laughs> Tiff, did you have any other theories from from this movie that you wanted to mention? No, I think that was. We it. covered them all. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I any mean, last... we could go into Toy Story if you want. <laughs> nah, I don't that. We'll say that for another episode someday. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. <laughs> we might cover that someday. Or play that Genesis game someday if Mike ever makes uh, me out. Oh, uh, yeah. No, let's do that. Don't wait for me to do it. It's <laughs> <laughs> rough. I'll do it. I'm good at it. Mike, hey, it's hard. It, it can't be rougher than what we just got done playing Battle Cry. So, <laughs> yep. yep. I mean, nothing can be rougher than that crap. <sighs> All right. Um, Any last thing to say? I don't think so. All right. I think we should go to shelf, stack, or box. Wait, what? We added a new thing. <laughs> so what's we added a gray area. You did not tell me this. I know. Oh. <laughs> it's something that we got to start. Shelf being if something you really like. Box being something you don't like. Uh, stack being something that you just want to. It's not. It's not something you want to present to other people. with something that you you might want to. Yeah. You're going to get back to at some point. Something you want easy access to, like mm-hmm. our many many stacks of games and movies <laughs> next to the DVD case. <laughs> Oh, so all of Michael's video games. Hey, exactly. all mine are on the shelf. <laughs> now. But how often do you play them? I don't plan to play any of them. I mean, I emulate everything exactly. and I have everything. Exactly, like... so they're in the stack. <laughs> <laughs> they're nice and safe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I got rid of all the Madden games. Or, well, they're in a box. They're going to go away. Doesn't that count for something? Okay, I tried. Why do you have Madden games? I know. Achievements. Oh, jeez. I loved, I was an achievement whore at one point, like big time, where I would buy the randomest crap just for <laughs> achievements, like Madden, NBA Live. I have all those hockey games, everything. I just bought it for achievements. Avatar, Night at the Museum. Uh, I never did Night at the Museum. I did do Avatar. I, I, I don't own it, unfortunately. I borrowed it from someone because he had a burned copy of it, and I got the 1,000 points. But yeah, I, I, was, I, I don't care about achievements anymore. Good times. But I did a lot. I really want to play the Avatar game now because I like Avatar. I'm like, man, I want to see the rest of that game. Oh, as far as I mean, as far as I know, there's never been a good Avatar game, unfortunately. Avatar's so cool. The the one Coral one was bad, too. (laughs) Mike, why don't you go first for shelf stacker box? Uh, uh, If you haven't guessed yet, it's going on the shelf, like (laughs) the forever shelf. Uh, I think I had a Facebook post way, way back when saying that it was the first movie since Aladdin that really captured that Disney magic. Like mm. one that I knew I was going to watch over and over and over again. So uh, it's it's good stuff. And it became even more important to us through through the wedding and whatnot. So, yeah, it's going on the shelf. All right. And how about you, Tiffany? The shelf. Duh. I know. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to. Okay. I'm supposed to what? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, don't lie to me like that. How <laughs> about uh, you, Kristen? Um, yeah. Well, uh, like what? Well, like what Michael said? Absolutely, the shelf. It. I liked it before anyway. Like other, but like before the whole wedding thing. I mean, I've seen it so many times. I can quote the dang thing. I think the whole time we were watching it last night, I kept. I had to stop myself because I kept quoting every other line. That's what we do with Bruno Tolba movies that True. we watch, though. But like I said, I like it. I'm kind of a I I relate to a lot of characters and movies that I really like. Like I'm not as nearly as talented as Rapunzel is, but like I'm kind of a creative person. I'm a kind of I like books and stuff like that. So I I related to it a little bit, and you know Pascal's adorable. That's why you like Belle so much too. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> but and then when it took. 
I went back and forth with Michael and my mom was helping me pick out uh, a song to dance to. We, I kept picking one. I kept picking one. I'd pick another one. And it wasn't quite the right fit. And then I don't remember. I think I, I just put for Tangled on just to have this background. And I'm like, oh, well, this is obvious now. <laughs> So, and then you sent it to her and she like legit teared up. Immediately she... my mom started crying as soon as I sent her that song. She's like, this is so perfect. Aww. So absolutely on the shelf. It, it doesn't spend that long on there. I wash it pretty constantly. <laughs> it's well, very dear to me. on the shelf because we have Disney Plus. Well, yeah. Well, you know what I mean. It's very, very dear to me. And we have literally every like Rapunzel oh, Pop vinyl. Yeah, we, we have a lot. So yeah, I... I I'm very obsessed with it. We have a couple. I even got the exclusive that has her with the lantern. Yes. Oh, I didn't know they had one. Michael, I want that. <laughs> you get a lot of homework after this there. episode, Mike. <laughs> That's normal. Yeah. So, uh, add up the list of pops you want, like the Hiei pop from wherever the hell it's from. You oh, have yep. yeah, Well, that, yeah, but I'm not sure what store is special. It's an exclusive. Mm. We have the rest of the set of uh, Yu Yu Hakusho pops, all but that one. I have here actually the dark dragon one. Oh. oh, I want that. I'll take that. Thank you. <laughs> because, <laughs> My birthday's uh, coming up. Because <laughs> enter, we have a place called Entertain Mart, and it's it's a it's a spinoff of Vintage Stock, and they just get like people can trade in their pops and games and stuff like that. So if people trade in their collection, even if it's like an ex, like a Pax exclusive, we typically snatch it up. That's where I got the Hulkbuster from Age of Ultron. Oh, hey, you still like that movie? I can't remember. I love that movie. <laughs> Go back and listen to that episode if you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what that... I just remember I liked it more than I had any inkling to like it. That's all I remember. I thought you hated that one. I did before. <laughs> I don't remember. Like I, All of MCU things are all blur at this point for me. It's oh. been months now since we recorded it, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we're recording those in such a weird fashion. Mm-hmm. All right, it's still my turn. I got to go. I'll go last because I'm the only one that left. I'm actually going to put this in the box. Not that I don't enjoy this movie. I really enjoy it. But after you brought the whole gaslighting thing and I just hate Mother Gothel, I can't watch this movie again. I'm I'm just it hits it hits close to home. I'm like, nope, I'm good. I no, I don't ever want to see the evil, crazy ass woman again on this. Nope. Nope. I want a divorce. <laughs> I was gonna say, have fun sleeping on the couch tonight, Mike. <laughs> The dog, the, the kids and the dog would be upset if I slept on the couch. That became their bed, but I have a couch downstairs. <laughs> okay, good. I'm gonna put the door back on and lock you down there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, I'm kind of, I think I'd probably get freaked out knowing me all the sounds down here. Plus the fact that we have a giant window we haven't put the curtains up yet for. Oh, just put out Resident Evil Two. You'll be fine. Put <laughs> <laughs> away. That's no longer sitting right by the floor like it was. Oh man. It's I'm like Jumanji. You got a chain and throw it in the river. <laughs> I really, that game really did mess with me for a long, for a while. Oh my God. So I like Tangle. I just, the, the villain is just too much for me, and I, I'm good. I don't go in the box. That's right. I should have just kept my mouth shut, I guess. <laughs> I don't know if I would have put two and two together. I feel like I might have not paid enough attention to put it together. I don't know if you would have. I would have brought it up during this. And mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you you would have been just a, a vegetable for the rest of the episode. So. <laughs> yeah. I should have just kept my mouth shut because you would have brought it up, and he would have been like, what? <laughs> like, hold on. We need to stop the episode. Hold on. I got to think about this. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's, that's all I got. All right. And then I would say what we're into next time, but it's not that kind of episode. So, I got nothing. For <laughs> yeah, next nothing? Well, I guess I could mention the movie that we're doing next time. The next movie that you'll hear after the time you hear this episode is going to be Dark Crystal for Tiffany. Yay! <laughs> Which I'm hopefully recording here soon. Uh, another week or two weeks. So I, I I always try to announce what upcoming movies are. Sometimes I forget because this is all part of the time paradox right now. We're in yeah. time paradox. It's weird to do one that's not in the MCU line that we release regularly. Wait, oh, what, what year are we now? What? I said, what year are we now? You said what? time paradox. Oh, time <laughs> paradox is when we record episodes out of order. Like the MCU stuff is recorded in such a weird order because we're just trying to get it out. So we have to talk like things are in the past when they haven't even happened yet. <laughs> it's very confusing. <laughs> yeah, it is. All right. And um, that about wraps up this episode. I don't have anything else I need to say. So I want to thank, thank, well, I want to thank Tiffany and Kristen for coming on the show. You're welcome. Thank you. I had, <laughs> had a good time. I, I did. Right? 
Kristen? Yes. Okay, I wasn't right. Okay, I get sometimes I get confused with Kristen and Kristen, so I'm like, hmm. It's okay. It happens all the time. We know how you are with names. Show right? Yes, pronounce those names wrongs at this point, but <laughs> it wasn't on purpose this time. I can't wait until someday where we have like a Wikipedia about us and there's just a list of all the things that you've said wrong over the years. <laughs> we got a long time before we get there. <laughs> no, let's create one right now. Let's do it. <laughs> all you need is that one dedicated fan. Hey, yeah. So. <laughs> Wikipedia of hers, I will be all for it. <laughs> I mean, I don't think podcasts really end up because there's some that I listen to quite well, I listen to every week and they're not even on there and they've been around for a long time. So I don't think it's that easy to get on the podcast. All right. I want to thank everyone for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this, we have other movie episodes that we've done. We are currently going to the MCU. And at the time that you heard this, we had, we have already released Ant-Man and we released Sin City for you. You want to hear Mike talk about his favorite movie ever, Sin City. Yeah. And <laughs> we did my favorite movie ever at the end of phase one. So then go back and listen to an actual good movie, Spider-Verse. <laughs> yeah. oh, go movie. That was a good movie. movie. Thanks to Mike, I actually watched that movie. <laughs> I don't know why it took that long to watch that movie. I don't, I don't know. know either, but thank you. I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> so and you didn't get to watch Sin City, all of it. Hmm. Oh, that's okay. I'm good. Yeah, too. Like it's some kind of privilege. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't for much, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, damn it, Bill. <laughs> Made us watch that movie. <laughs> he knew what he was doing. I like how he's apologized multiple times since. He's like, oh, I'm really sorry about that, guys. <laughs> You are not, he is not sorry. <laughs> it actually did sound legit a couple times. All right, enough of that. Yeah. If you enjoyed this, we have comics we've we done. We go through games every week as part of our meat and potatoes of the show, so definitely go check the, check those out. Want to give a shout-out to our awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Bobby, a.k.a. Mike Stoney from ZP Bite the Bullet, song the Cool Kid Squad. Definitely go check him out. And if you enjoy this, please follow us on Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. We are on YouTube finally, which I need to update more. So please follow us on there. I need more subscribers. I think that's all I got, and we will see you guys all next time. Happy Bye, Valentine's buddy. Day! Yeah, I should say. <laughs> Happy Valentine's <laughs> Day! Happy Valentine's Day! Happy Valentine's Day! This came out a couple days before that. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.